Welcome to another episode of Mother's War on Violence. We're a not-for-profit organization exploring ways to stop the violence. We'd like to thank our sponsors, WCBU Radio, and I am your host, the founder of Mother's War on Violence. And um, before we begin, uh, I'd like to pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time um, to share, to talk about things that hold strongholds in our families and talk about ways that all of us are able to help. And we ask that you would bless our conversation. And I thank you for our guests and our sponsor. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So let's dive right into the next, this new episode. Uh, Today, our topic is going to be about fathers. You know, oftentimes we hear a lot from the mothers and we hear about the different things that they go through, but we don't get to hear about the fathers and we don't get to talk to a whole lot about parenting with the fathers. So uh, today in our studio, we have a father and I will let him introduce himself. Hi, my name is Johnny Jordan. Um, I am a 37-year-old father of four. Um, okay. Been married since 2006, and I am the owner of It Survive Selfie Studio as well as Premier Events and Rentals. Okay, awesome, awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, Oftentimes when it comes to raising kids, like I was saying, we hear a lot from, um, you know, mothers. How do you, how do you balance the work life in between all those kids? How do you have all boys or girls? I have three boys and one girl. Okay. How do you balance the, the work life with all that? Um, Balance just comes naturally. It's like you you prioritize. Prioritizing is the biggest thing you can do. Um, I'm very big on participating in things that my kids do as far as games. Academically. Academics Mm -hmm. and things like that. So um, it really does help that me and my wife can kind of, you know, take turns when, when we can't both be there. We try to be there whenever we can, but obviously running two businesses can get kind of hectic, but, you know, we want our kids to know that somebody's going to be there. I'm sure, I'm sure. That is very important in the, de- the development of a child as well as in them, uh, you know, feelings, you know, that they're secure, that they have dad there all the time. Absolutely. Now, did you did you have any mentors or uh, is there somebody that you can say, you know, that helps you through your upbringing and that? Um, I would say as far as fatherhood, mm-hmm. my biggest mentor would be my grandfather on my mother's side. Okay. Um, he was very big on teaching children up so that they can sustain themselves. He taught me how to fish. He taught me how to, you know, fix various things around the house and be independent. And he kind of pushed, mm-hmm. made sure he pushed the boys to be men. Right. Um, I did grow up with both my mother and my father in the home. Both parents, great. And I'm a big advocate that you can get lessons from anybody. Uh, Growing up, obviously me, like some kids, me and my dad kind of bumped heads, but, Mm -hmm. you know, the older you get, Mm -hmm. you know, you kind of look back and see the lessons that people were trying to teach you. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, my dad was a mechanic, so. uh, He worked. Uh Yeah. 
So I'm like, I can fix a lot of things myself on my cars and things like that. So it's a collective of a lot of different people. Well, that is awesome. I am so um, proud of uh, to hear that you being an African-American man with a career, a CEO of businesses, and then you're jugging and multitasking with your wife, right? Yeah. That's, that's real big. Um, did you, uh, were, are you familiar that um, in Peoria, Illinois, we make, African-Americans make up 23% of the population here? I did not know that. Um, I think that's slightly higher than the average of the United States, in like 13% of the population we make up. In some places, uh, sometimes I, I believe it may be a little bit higher than that, but according to the in census. In a whole, I guess, yeah. Yeah, because according to the census, not everybody participates in that census, you know, to get that accurate number that they want. Right. But this this is what we have um, so far. And then to know that 23% is what we make up in Peoria, and then the rest are other, um, you know, ethnic groups, Eighty percent of that twenty-three are—I mean, well, not eighty percent of twenty-three, but eighty percent of the homicides in Peoria are African Americans. Wow, I didn't know that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, and and then the majority of that number um, there are males. So uh, that kind of made me feel a little scared just knowing when I was back when I was raising my kids and and, and I had boys myself but that you know um, the hardest part you know going that's going to be in life out of the you know having the boys and having a girl myself is that the boys you know they were you know somehow seemed like they could, I wouldn't want that to happen, you know, mm-hmm. however, it, I, I ended up with that situation, but as a father, an African-American male, I mean, I know you have to visit things like, you know, the way that you talk to the police, you have to have those conversations, and, you know, how do you Definitely. act in school? And Definitely. Um, I would say growing up here, you know, Peoria was the only place that I've lived, um, comparison from when I was in school to now. Mm-hmm. For example, I have a 15-year-old. My oldest is a 15-year-old boy. Oh, boy. Um, so, you know, I'm watching him navigate high school and peer pressure and what seems like, you know, uh, that lifestyle can be glorious to some kids, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I try to instill in them that there are consequences to to everything and to be more cognizant when you are in a different situation you don't have to do and be anybody else you can be yourself so I mean it is scary to have a teenage boy that's going to mm-hmm. start driving mm-hmm. and you know as fathers we control a lot of things but a lot of things is out of our control so right and so um do you ever have breakdown moments like you know how mothers we stress sometimes <laughs> yeah I do uh, uh, I think it hits me more when like you see you know things that happen in the news Mm-hmm. And, you know, to kids, your kid's age, mm-hmm. it, it really does hit home because, right. you know, that could happen to you. And, and we don't kid. want that to happen. Right. But, yeah, it, right. That, it, there is a fear there. And so, um, and how about morals? Do you ever 
uh, I mean, I'm sure you do install morals and things that, the, you know, respect and all that. So so the kid don't just go to school wilding out. You yeah, know yeah. <laughs> you know, one of my biggest things is um, I make my kids earn things. I think uh, we have a culture now that rewards kids for nothing. Um, mm -hmm. I never got paid for chores. Uh, I didn't start doing that with my kids. Right. So, you know, I, I view chores as something that you have to do. So when they grow up, there's going to be things that you have to do. So instead, I reward them for reading books. Mm -hmm. So I pay them upon completion of a book. Well, that's a blessing because so. that means, you know, they're going to do little report cards right. and this is going to help them right. in school. Right. So okay. going above and beyond gets mm -hmm. you the reward versus doing things that you already had to do. Okay, awesome. That is awesome. And you and your wife are a very good team in mastering the, you know, the household and, you it's know, you lot. got the bills, <laughs> the businesses <laughs> oh, and yeah, all these sports and academics yeah. and stuff like that. And, um, well, that's great. And, of course, in, in your morals, do you, do you talk about God? Is that a part of that? or, is, or It is. It okay, is. Good. And, you know, um, I teach my kids to analyze, you know, religion of themselves. I think a lot of times we're raised and in, in, uh, groomed a certain way that mm -hmm. we are not free thinkers. Mm -hmm. uh, we do believe in God. Um, we might be more non-traditional than most people are, mm -hmm. but I think that I feel like that's okay because everybody has to use their own discernment mm -hmm. to find out who and what they believe. Right. Okay, great. Um, uh, uh, is there uh, anything that you would like to share to new fathers, uh, to fathers who may be struggling, who are not uh, attached to their children, or some, you know, some fathers don't have this relationship that you're talking about that you have with your kids. Right. You know, they don't even see their kids. What I mean, you know. Right. Um, I guess to that, first I want to, you know, acknowledge the fathers that are there. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times we try to fix the problem, but we don't acknowledge the people that are already working to fix the problem. Mm -hmm. So shout out to all the fathers that are in their kids' lives and actively trying to do things with their kids. Mm -hmm. um, just keep going. Uh, as far as fathers that are not there, uh, I know that society can sometimes can make it seem like the fathers are not needed or they're only needed financially, whether that's child support or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of statistics out there that show that having a father in their life in some capacity will keep them from going down certain paths. So mm -hmm. um, just use the love that you have for your children as a catalyst to do what you need to do. I mean, everybody knows what's right and what's wrong. So just right. making an effort constantly, you know, we always can make excuses, but mm -hmm. keep making that effort to be in your kids' lives. That is awesome, because sometimes, uh, you know, when parents aren't together, and especially if they're not married or and they have, you know, uh, yeah, it can be hard, you know, differences and things hard. like that. They but break up. And, yeah. yeah. And it's also easier to use that as an excuse not to do something. Mm -hmm. So That's right, and we still have to weather the storm because our kids are our future and so we just can't right. let give up on them or let them go right. and I know that there's new things you know in our society 
that um, puts a lot of responsibility in the kids' hands. But I think that's why God gave us parents. Right. So that they can guide the children in the way they should go. You know, right. the Bible says train up a, tri- a child in the way he should go. Right. And when he gets old, he won't depart from it. Because I know when you was a kid, I know you wasn't always an angel, Johnny. No. No. <laughs> no, I definitely wasn't. But, uh, you know, everything is a learning experience. And I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, some of the people that go through mm-hmm. some of the hardest things mm-hmm. come out with some of the strongest character. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we always have to take, you know, a negative and turn it into a positive. So, Well, that's good that you learn from your old mistakes and yes. we don't stay yes. where we were yes. back then and we right. continue to move on. It also makes you more relatable to, you know, the generation to come. Yeah, to your kids. You have stories to, that yeah, that they're experiencing right. now, which is part of their development. Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, you know, as far as, you know, the audience and everybody's watching and me, all eyes on me, you know, the things right. that, yep. you know, teenagers It's, it's a lot of pressure that they can perceive as pressure, but, you know, right. when you start to be more confident in yourself, you don't have to worry about what other people think. And I think, too, um, uh, you know, when, when you have kids coming from two family, two-parent family homes, they are. Statistics have shown that they are more confident about themselves and that's not to say that it's a bad thing if you're a single parent, because I right. know I was for a while before I, you know, had, you know, remarried. But it's, I mean, we just have to do the best that we can do and still keep the relationships going with the fathers being involved. Correct. Now, if the father is, you know, not so positive and not doing positive things, and I can understand that, but there are also programs like the Big Brother Big Sister program. Correct. There are other programs to help. Uh, father, you know, uh, I mean, you know, to be role models yeah, to these to boys. to all young men, and, you know. Yeah. And it's not always your kids sometimes. It's like, you know, a lot of my kids' friends gravitate towards me, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just because, mm-hmm. you know, they see that I'm involved in his life mm-hmm. and then they're part of his life, so we kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. But just, and you're open to the conversation, right, right. so you have to be an open parent right. to be able to have them relationships, right. the conversations. Um, I recently ran into uh, one of your mentors at Peoria High School, uh, Bob Meese. Yeah. And he has some stories to tell. <laughs> but I, I, t- I tell you, but the, it's the strangest thing. Um, you know, uh, at Peoria High School, the uh, business academy that was there, I tell you, whenever I see one of you boys, I can always tell that you had a mentor. So it didn't matter what color you were, you know, yeah. uh, it, it it just mattered that the person that was over you and was mentoring you, because I, I shared with him that leather jacket. I noticed all you guys <laughs> got that leather jacket, uh, yeah. going coming to work on time, you know. Yeah. And he said there yeah. was some tough times, you yeah. know. Yeah, we definitely gave him a yeah. hard time. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> But always, you know, sometimes planting the seed, you won't mm-hmm. see it grow until, you know, a long time down the right. line. But at the end of the day, uh, there was some good information that was bestowed upon us in that program. Um, you know, it taught us about, you know, leadership and mm-hmm. stepping up and being accountable. I think a lot of kids nowadays are, you know, that's the biggest thing that they struggle with is accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to say, I did this because somebody else did this, but you're in control of what you're in control of. Yep, that's so, right. So um, we did get a lot of accountability. We, you know, we gave them pushback as any kids would do, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, it was a great program overall. Yeah, I, I look at you and I look at, you know, um, 
some of the other kids that came out, uh, young men that came out of that program, there were girls who came out the program too, mm -hmm. but the young men, and I look at the business aspect that you carry on in your day-to-day -day life and you share that with your kids and y'all become very responsible parents and hardworking, you know, people. Yeah. And that's what we need um, to have more at our city. And this is a perfect way to offset some of the violence that happens, right. you know, in the home before it even gets to school, before it even gets to a, a party or whatever. And, and we all know we definitely all need to have self-control. Yes. And anyway, I'd also like to thank you for having our opening last year for Mother's War on Violence at the Selfie Studio. That was a blessing. Uh, you guys were the very first uh, business owner that uh, embraced us and w because you, you 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 know you said you wanted to you know want to see a change and uh, what were your 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 reasons for supporting us well I mean first and foremost I mean growing up with your son we were best friends growing up right. and you know to see you again and to see all the things that you've been doing you know and it kind of struck me from afar. It looked like, you know, the thing that you were doing and, and achieving, you know, looked like you had all the support that you needed. And then when you relate that you didn't have businesses that were really reaching out like you thought they would and things like that, you know, I thought that I could be able to use my platform to help elevate the cause. Well, that was a blessing. Thank you so much, Johnny. And um, as we continue and... Um, you know, touch the lives of many, many others. Um, when I think of myself and doing Mother's War on Violence, I don't think of my personal situation. Um, I think about others yeah. and how many other families are struggling to put the pieces back together again. Some of them just got there, some have been there for a while, and yeah. um, somehow we have to find a way to stop it in order to stop the violence in people's families and to put their lives back together again is to talk about it. So, right. But thank you again, Johnny, for joining me for another episode on Mother's War on Violence. Thank you to my listening audience. And um, uh, I hope that uh, you enjoyed our talk today. And thank Absolutely. you for um, WCBU 89.9 .9 FM.